every trade so far this season. Was a spicy one. It was a fun deadline. That's it for sure. It was awesome. I know I had to charge my phone in the middle of the afternoon because I had to, <laughs> I kept checking everything. It was it's fun. I love trade deadline yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, so what, what we're gonna do is just gonna talk about um, all the trades that happened this season, um, and like some of the early ones we don't need to talk about too much because either we covered them before or they're just not really relevant. Um, but yeah, we'll give our we'll give our our two cents on all of these. It wasn't it wasn't trades. really a part of the madness. It's just <laughs> happy, right. you know. Yep, yep. Oh man. So uh, first first things first, we got uh, a, the first trade of the season was January third. Uh, the Cavaliers traded for Rajon Rondo. That was shortly after the Ricky Rubio injury. So hey, he's he's doing pretty well for him. I just saw something the other night. He had like seventeen points, ten assists, six or seven boards. So he's doing well. It's not like yeah. he's just sitting on the bench. Yeah, and getting 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 Rondo is never a bad thing. It's right. just another another high IQ brain on the bench. Uh, you know that that veteran that you kind of need for leadership. So right, yeah, and that was a three team trade. The Lakers got draft rights to some guy, and then the Knicks got Denzel <laughs> Valentine from the Cavaliers. So Denzel Valentine. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, the next day, the Jazz traded me, Mie Oni to, or yeah, to the Thunder for cash considerations. So another Mie Oni. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not really relevant. Even... Yep. No. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Looks like a week and a half later, uh, that was the Cam Reddish trade. So the Hawks got Kevin Knox in a protected first round pick, and the Knicks got Cam Reddish, Solomon Hill, and a second round pick. See, that one, that one I liked because Knox hasn't done shit. Mm-hmm. But Reddish hasn't really either. I He's, mean, tech, so technically, down now once I said that, yeah. Um, but I think I think there's more maybe promise with reddish because we've seen flashes at least Mm -hmm. where Knox is just like yeah one of those guys kentucky one year and then goes to the league i he's a pretty high pick and i just yeah i think he was not really done much yeah yep yeah Yeah, hasn't really done much no he looks like a guy that could be out of the league by next year if he doesn't turn things around yeah. Um, and then Cam Reddish, you know, reuniting with RJ Barrett again. We all, we, I thought that was going to be a good idea. And I thought the Knicks were actually going to continue to play him, but um, he hasn't got much playing time at all. But that's just because of the coach, Tom Thibodeau. Everybody knows he doesn't play, like to play his young guys very much. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm not quite sure the reasoning why, but it's hey. just that's been Thib's thing his entire, yeah, just, his entire like coaching career. It's so stupid. Well, when he was, when he was, uh, coaching the timber bulls mm-hmm. you know it was just like what's what gives i mean granted it was during a time where we were struggling yeah. so it's like you know maybe it did make a difference hey we made the playoffs yeah got we spanked did. by the rockets so that's <laughs> okay that's okay yep um next trade here it was six days later the nuggets got bryn forbes the celtics got bull bull and pj dozier dozier Dozier. Why did I say Dozier? I don't know. And then the Spurs got Juancho Hernan Gomez and a second round pick plus cash considerations. How much longer do we sit and talk about or ponder the idea of bull bull potentially? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I like, do know what you I, mean. Watching so whatever, all over overtime or whatever the stupid ass high school highlight mm-hmm. uh, pages on Instagram. I mean, he was a nonstop trend when he was playing yeah and then you know he went to oregon where 
whatever. It, it, Oregon isn't like the school that's going to get you maybe the most hype. But then he got he got hurt. He was mm-hmm. doing well, and like we saw what he was doing at Oregon, and now it's just like, wh- why can't we see some of that in the league? Yeah, because I'm one we, of those guys that's still hopeful for him. So I'll I'll counter with we did see flash we'll of that in it. the in the bubble. So true, in the bubble true. he was insane, and every, that's yeah, when that everybody was... got on that hype train. Like, <laughs> holy cow, this dude's gonna be really good. And then the Nuggets yeah. just didn't play him. Like, why? I, I, yeah, they really I mean, didn't have anything to lose, especially with Jamal Murray getting hurt. Oh, easily. And then Michael but, Porter Jr. getting hurt. Like, why not play the dude? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Must have been knows? something in the in the background that just didn't go didn't go right for the Nuggets, and I don't know. And obviously now he's hurt for the season. Um, yeah, I, th- I think PJ Dozier is too. So yeah. Just a weird, a weird career so far for for Bull Bull, and I guess we'll see if it if it can turn around. Yeah, however serious the injury ends up being, like I, I get yeah. injuries. I just I hope again it's not one of those things where injuries is the reason why his mm-hmm. career kind of just stunted. Right. It yeah I hope that's not the case. But again, how long do we stay on the hype train for him? Yeah. You know. Yeah, like he looks like he could be a fun player that you know. Can, a fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, we get to the first big trade of the year. Uh, February 4th, the, the Trailblazers trade um, Norman Powell and Robert Covington for Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a 2025 second round pick. That was the first big trade of the season. And everyone was like, whoa, what are the Blazers doing? This, that, I, Oh yeah. So they obviously, if the, the if the Blazers ever want to be top notch, you got to obviously do something. Mm-hmm. But man, you got you just sold out on two rotational guys, like two good rotational. Guys. I mean, granted, uh, uh, Powell was a starter. Well, like, yeah, and they just extended him this last year too. Yeah, they gave him a new contract. These are two guys that now that they're on another team, yeah. like, oof. Yeah. Did you did you say they got fleeced in this one? I believe was that so. this trade was that yeah. you said it about someone and I'm just like, it was this one because tough. like if you're still planning on building around Damian Lillard and th- obviously they made more trades that we'll talk about that just yep. like, what are the Blazers doing? You know, right. Um, you gotta, you gotta get something back in return and to get Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson and a second round pick back for those two guys. Like Bledsoe. that's, uh, I think every, everybody thought that the Blazers got fleeced in this deal. Yeah. Winslow. He Winslow's at the point where what is this his took, fifth team now fourth or fifth team something like that because he he was drafted in 16 mm-hmm. and so like he's at the point now where he hasn't really proved enough to be worth a shit yeah and then so Ke- keon john i don't know maybe keon johnson might because he's I a rookie he's a rookie this year yeah, yeah he was so he has the best vertical i think at the combine i ever. think you're right yeah, but it's like still, 48 inches I mean, or something. That's that's like messed up. Yeah, like, must be must be nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like you got you got three guys in a, a second round pick for, or I should say, you know, four guys, including the pick. Yeah. And you just gave away two dudes who give you about 25 to 30 minutes every night. I'm sure Bledsoe will now just because he has to. But I saw he might get bought out. Man. Ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh. yeah. That's just what's one rumor going around. He might be on the buyout market just because he doesn't really fit the timeline. Yeah, it's... now that they made other trades, it's like why? Why do the Bledsoe thing? You know, and you know, I do. I do recall the the GM of the Trailblazers coming out and saying like, "Yeah, we did this for cap flexibility for the future," which I think that's what all these other moves they made were based off of. Too. Yeah, 
So I get it. Like they're going to probably try to make a big signing in the off season, especially now, like with this next trade. Well, actually we have one more trade before we get back to the trailblazers. So uh, February 7th, the Cavaliers get Karis LeVert in a second round pick for Ricky Rubio. And they gave up one first round and two second round picks. So you called was, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that you was sweet. It. I called that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's and that's good. a good fit. Honestly, yeah. I love Karis LeVert on that team because they needed another shooting guard to take a little bit of pressure off of Darius Garland. Yeah. Um, and this is huge for them because they're obviously going to try to – they're like a half game or one game back of the one seed right now. They're right, right now they're two. Yeah. And that's just – oh, man. That's why – yeah. I <laughs> Just like completely wrong yes. preseason my outlook yes. on. Like not, not even – like, yeah, I was kind of wrong. No, I was completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's no better way of putting it. They yeah. are – it's so fun, though. It's so it fun. We've said it so many times. It is fun watching this team excel. Yep, for sure, for sure. And so, yeah, adding a guy like Levert, it, it, it'll, it'll be a great addition to that team. Yeah, yeah. All right, we go back to the Trailblazers here. The next day, the Trailblazers trade – CJ McCollum, Mary, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell for they, they trade him to the Pelicans for Josh yep. Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Tomas Sonorensky, DD Luzada, a first round pick, and two second round picks. So they got a good haul back for those guys, but like, man, this is the this is the fire sale they needed. That's what I've yep. been talking about all season long. Yep. Um, they just had to get rid of CJ McCollum, which I've been saying that for years. They needed oh, to get rid yeah. of him. So that's finally good they got got rid of him because i i've said it before how many times like the small guard backcourt like that just does not work no especially in the playoffs you can't you can't excel with that it's and yeah it's it's hard do you think so they're they're at the 10th seed right now um three games behind the ninth seed lakers do you think them doing this is going to bop them out of the play-in tournament probably because i think the kings actually might get that 10 seed spot because yeah, they're only a game the, or a game and a half behind. Yeah, and the, the Kings, game. like I watched the the Kings play the Timberwolves this last week, and that was Demontis's uh, Demo- this game. next trade we're going to talk about. Demontis Sabonis with the Kings, like spoiler holy alert, cow, he looked yeah. good. Like the way that him and De'Aaron Fox meshed just game one, it was insane. Yeah, like this Kings team could actually be good. Like probably not this year. They're going to make playing at best, but like next year, if they make some moves in the off season and like keep building that team around De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, like that could be dangerous. Well, that's just it. I mean, granted, obviously we'll talk about it more. Yeah. Next, just continue on. All right. Next trade. Continue this on. was the biggest trade uh, that blew my mind right away. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson from the Sacramento Kings all get traded to the Indiana Pacers for DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, and a second round pick um this yeah this was a mind blower for sure that, I, so when i saw the report and i saw <laughs> halliburton yeah i actually thought it was fake I, yeah. I i went to the internet i scrolled through i'm just like this is legit happening yeah halliburton when he got drafted as high as he did i think he might have been seventh uh um, wasn't he 12th was, was he 12th i Shoot. think so Something Ninth like or 12th. That. Some, he was pretty high yeah and so it was one of those things where he wasn't like the super, super, super flashy college player, but he was just a great all-around player. Solid. Like, I remember yeah. him saying that he was one of the most, like, NBA-ready prospects. In yeah. Draft. And so, 
drafting him, it's like, ooh, did they get a steal? Or is it going to be, eh, not a good report, scouting yeah. report? Nope. Great scouting report. Yeah. And you you get rid of that. And so, you know, maybe that was the King's mindset is we're focusing on Fox. Yep. We know we're going to get something by trading Halliburton, which, you know, they, they got Sabonis. Yeah. It's who, yeah. Who knows? Like you said, watching them play, maybe that team is going to click better mm-hmm. or I don't well, know about better, but it's just, wow. Yeah. So first off, uh, it was 12th. He was the 12th pick in the 2020 draft. So first off, I'm right. You're wrong. Pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> I would too, if I could. <laughs> um, and then I'm, I'd like to give some thoughts on both of these teams. So one, the Pacers, we, we talked about this week in and week out about, they need to do a fire sale too. Um, they talked about it like a month into the season, how the GM was ready to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're just waiting for the right trade. So first of all, to get Halliburton, like, holy shit. That's, what other that's young guy the way in the to end? go. Yeah. Like, that's that the way to go right now. Huge. Um, for the Kings to trade Halliburton, though, that should have been the one guy on the roster that was, like, untouchable. Untouchable. So that's that's now, now Connor, not Connoring back, but how much, how much if they were to better – the Kings team, mm-hmm. which kind of sounds stupid. I feel like Halliburton's the only guy, except for probably Fox, where you could get something that's worth a fitting piece for that team. Right. You I know understand. What I mean? You gotta, you but gotta I, give I'm up I'm still something. not getting rid of Halliburton. No, no. That's. I feel like Darren Fox could have got that deal done, you know? Yeah. Like, I, that's how I feel. I don't know. Obviously it didn't like, or, or the Kings are just high on, high on Darren Fox compared to Halliburton. I don't, who really knows? Um, but yeah, either way, I think both teams walked out of this trade uh, winners, to be honest, because the Kings getting Sabonis, they've, when was the last time they had a good big man was DeMarcus Cousins. I know that's, that, that's just it. it. You hate seeing as us fans and spectators of the game when, when it comes to the Kings getting rid of, getting rid of a top notch second year player. Mm-hmm promising a future he a month ago Gone. he said like I'm, I'm ready to turn the shit around i love it here in sacramento like, yeah I'm, I'm a king for life and then they trade him yeah like that's kind of shitty too <laughs> and this is actually kind of cool talking about uh you know we we've said that the blazers and uh the play the pacers need to blow it up and it's literally happening mm-hmm. and like we just said what better guy for the pacers to have than halliburton yeah for real like you know this is just the beginning of the rebuild for them because Miles Turner is only 25 or 26 years old. He's, so he he's can younger. Yeah. He can still fit that timeline. And he's definitely not a bad center at all. He's he's good. Averages yeah. almost three blocks a game, you know. And then yeah. uh so I think that in the offseason, Brogdon gets moved probably because he just he's almost 30, doesn't fit the timeline. I know they extended him a couple of years ago, so I know he has two or three years left on his deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think he gets moved for something, something else, like a young, a young piece. And I think like now the Pacers got Halliburton, they have Chris Duarte, like they've yeah. got nice young players that, that can really change a, and do like a mini rebuild, like not even a long-term rebuild because they've already yeah. got a, a lot of young guys that are good already. Yeah. So uh, the Pacers are an interesting team for the future. I'd say the next couple of years to see. I'd be interested to see how, how this all turns out. Yeah. And I, let's say, like you said, I think both teams definitely win. It's just crazy that yeah. you would say that the Kings want to trade that, which involved getting rid of him. Right. Right. But yep, that's the way it goes. Right. All right. Next trade uh, happened the next day, February 9th. 
Um, the Thunder, they trade for Casey Akpala, and they get the Heat get a second-round pick back. So, I don't oh know. Oh, my goodness. The Thunder are going to run out of picks. <laughs> it was only second-round, so don't you worry. You imagine. You imagine all of a sudden they're dealing all their picks. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so, uh, the next trade we have on the list, um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was actually traded to uh, Portland a couple days before this, so Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Wancho Hernan Gomez get traded to the Jazz. The Trailblazers get Joe Ingles, who is obviously out for the year, possibly next season as well with that ACL. But he's a free That's, agent this year, so yeah, it's just an expiring contract. Um, they get Elijah Hughes and a second-round pick. And then the Spurs get a uh, second-round pick and Thomas or Tomas Sandoransky. So uh, it's a quick three-team trade, but Nikhil alexander Noah is what people call him, N-A-W. Uh, Just keep it that way. He's going to help the Jazz out a lot. I, he's going to fill that Joe Ingles role, um, and he's a solid young guy too as well. I remember watching the Timberwolves play him a few times this year, uh, and he'd be the guy besides Brandon Ingram to go off against us. Like He can score. Yeah. He's a solid defender. He's yeah. got solid size for a shooting guard position, 6'6 six, six or 6'7, six, something like yep. that. Like yep. Solid prospect for the Jazz to get. Uh, all right, next trade on the on the first day, or I should say, first trade of the, uh, deadline, the trade day. deadline day. Yeah, the Magic get <laughs> Bull Bull, PJ Dozier, <laughs> a future second round pick and cash considerations, and the Celtics get a second round pick out of the deal. Um, moving, I don't know, moving bodies around. Yep, yep, just it's... assets for the future. Nothing to talk about too much there. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, next trade, the Raptors trade Goran Dragic in a first-round pick to get Thaddeus Young, Drew Ebanks, and a 2022 second-round pick. Um, so the, Th- the Thaddeus Young is going to help the Raptors out, in my opinion, because they were only playing, what, seven or eight guys total every night? 70 um, minutes a game. Yeah, and they didn't really have another big guy that, like, could play defense and get boards no. where Thaddeus Young, that's what he does, you know, yeah. whether, whether he's, we can call him good or not, but that's what he does. He'll help the Raptors out for sure. He's good enough. Yep. Yeah. And then, Cause they're, um, they're what top, they're top eight. They're starting. Yeah. They're starting to look kind of nice. Yeah. Well, that kind of nice, that core that plays heavy minutes for him is really clicking this last, like I would say month or so. Yep. Um, Gary Trent jr. Is actually becoming a, a stud. Like we I'll knew he honest. was, What's up? I, I, I'll be honest. I never said anything about it just because I thought it'd be stupid, <laughs> but I've seen this guy play enough when he was younger mm-hmm. and I, this honestly doesn't surprise me too much because sure. when he wanted to take over games at Duke, he did. Yeah. But when you got four other guys on your team that yep. are good ass college basketball players, you don't need to. So it's like, Except for the what did he just recently drop sixty? No, sixty. Jesus, forty-two. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's. I guess I did. I guess I went to gone out of my way to say, yeah, he'd be doing that every now and then. Right. But he, yeah, he he is a baller, and mm-hmm. the Raptors right now they're young. You don't know if you want to say young core, but I mean OG Trent Barnes. Um, you know, depending on what you want to say, young. Uh, Pascal and Van Fleet, they're both 27. Yeah, they're all under 30. So, like they're yeah, core. It's, 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 it's a relatively young team. Yep. So we'll see how that, how far that takes them, though. Like we were, we've been talking about with their, you know, 
50, 40, 30 minutes, whatever it is every mm-hmm. night. But I wonder if the, the trailblazers are kind of kicking themselves now since they traded away Norman Powell because they traded for Norman Powell. Uh, was it last year? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously they tried to do a win now move and it did not work at all. Yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> so I wonder if they're a, like, yeah. I wonder if they're kicking themselves for this, especially <laughs> since they just traded them away for nothing. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't know. All right, next trade. Uh, the Suns get Aaron Holiday for cash considerations. So that's a a, pl- a big plus for the Suns to get a backup point guard like that. Yep. Um, and he's not he's not great, but he's not bad either. Like he he's gonna fit in on that that Phoenix Suns team. It's it yeah it's it's the whole backup situation mm-hmm. because yeah like you just said he's he's not a bad backup backup guy right uh the suns make another trade they get tory craig from the pacers and they gave up jalen smith and a second round pick um which tory craig obviously helped him last year on that 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 finals run that was that was a uh, he's a key defender for them down the stretch so that was good for them to get them back that's an, a two w trades for the suns in my book just to add depth for keeping on the, the playoff run that they're on you know yeah i'm just um, i can't i can't really not so much can't get over but it's crazy that jalen smith is where he's at yeah for being was he 10th pick yeah remember how just good he two, was in college he was insanely good yeah it, obviously it, i mean it happens you see guys that excel in college you know like obi Toppin, mm-hmm. and now they're in the league and it's just like who are they yeah but it, you know, it, it is what it is with that guy. You're not gonna ship a guy off that's a tenth overall pick for no reason, though. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what if they had him for works? two or three years now? Yeah, like two years. You, yeah. You imagine if for some reason he becomes somewhat solid player, him being with the Pacers right now. Hey, it's the perfect team for it. They've got a lot yes. of young guys, and he's got the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's just it with the Suns. They just he didn't get the opportunity to to grow. Um, well, yeah. obviously not because they've got, you know, DeAndre Ayton. They had uh, last year, Frank Kuminski. This year, they've got JaVale McGee, Bismack Biombo. Yep. So they don't really play Jalen Smith at all. I think they played him this year when a bunch of people were out uh, due to COVID and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, just not, I don't think got the right opportunity. So we'll see with the Pacers. Like He's got plenty of, plenty of time to, to show everybody what he's, what he's worth, you know? I, I don't know if it'll happen, but it is, the time is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Master Jordan. <laughs> oh, <that's insane. laughs> uh, this is a trade that I thought was a very good one uh, for the uh, Charlotte Hornets. They they acquired Montrez Harrell for Vernon Carey Jr., Ish Smith, and a second-round pick. Um, yes. I've said it since the beginning of the season. They needed another big man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mason Plumley was not the answer. <laughs> no, I saw I just something. Can't believe how far that, how long that lasted. Right, I I, yeah. I, I actually saw something uh, about Mason Plumley the other day, saying that he was shooting like thirty-two percent from the free throw line. It's like the worst in NBA history so far. <laughs> it's terrible. He's he's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so getting Montrez oh my for gosh. for like a young guy and then a guy who doesn't play much like that's that's a W. Like they, yeah. I think Montrez played the other night and actually went off for him if I'm not mistaken. Could um, be. Yeah, but he's it, he's a fun guy too. Where you know, once him and Lamelo start clicking, you know, depending on how many minutes, what do you got? Um, how many minutes did he play? So he played 22 minutes the first game with them, and then that 29. 
But yeah, he's he's a guy that can you know kind of be like that Lob City ish type thing with Lamelo. He, right. He's high energy. Mm-hmm. What was he first game fifteen and six, and then the next game he had twenty and nine, and he's yeah. doing that in under thirty minutes. Yeah. You know. It's exactly he's, what the Hornets. Four, Fourteen it's, it's, of seventeen from the field for those two games combined. It's like, yeah, that that's that's a perfect player. Yeah. You know, with their other kind of youngish big guys. Yep. So it's. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun. I kept that's seeing reports another guy that, for the mellow to succeed with. Yeah, I kept seeing reports that uh, that the Hornets were maybe thinking of shipping out PJ Washington to get another big man. Um, which, which honestly, it's I can I can honestly roll with that. Yeah, because he's been disappointing for the Hornets. He, yeah, because he kind of had a stretch where I felt like he wasn't doing too bad. Now it's just like, eh, where's he at? Right. I don't know. Right. I could be very wrong, but, and he's a guy too, that he's younger. I think they could get something out of him. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. Fun, fun addition for the, the good old Hornets. Yep. All right. We got a four teamer. Uh, this was a big trade when it happened, four-teamer. a four teamer. So the four teams involved were the Milwaukee Bucks, Los Angeles Clippers, Sacramento Kings, and the Detroit Pistons. Um, we'll start off with the Pistons. They traded away Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, and a second or two second round picks. It looks like, um, and the the Pistons got back Marvin Bagley. So Marvin Bagley gets to that fresh start we were all talking about uh, at the beginning of the season. I I like it too for him. So do I. So do I. It's uh, another one of those teams that has a lot of young guys. He's got plenty of opportunity to go out there and, and prove his worth. Yes. Um, and most importantly, he gets that fresh start, which him and uh, his dad have been have been wanting for how long? <laughs> free, free, free Bagley. I remember seeing that everywhere. Free Bagley. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. So the uh, the Sacramento Kings got back Dante Divincenzo from the Bucks, Josh Jackson from uh, the Pistons, Trey Lyles from the Pistons, um, some guy David Michano from the Clippers. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> um, and they also got a second round pick. Uh, the Clippers gave or got Rodney Hood, Semi Ojale, and then another European guy. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this guy's name. And then no. the Bucks get back Serge Ibaka and two second round picks. So Serge Ibaka is a big a big piece in my. I think it could be a big piece for the Bucks because they needed that that big man. I, we oh, were yeah. talking about that a couple weeks ago too. Yep. Like they they needed another big man since they uh, didn't resign Boogie Cousins. Yep, um, and that yeah, obviously the Lopez injury. It's right. It's it's good for them, and I I want to go back to the the Kings getting Divincenzo. Yeah. Now with you know obviously getting getting rid of Halbert and bringing in Sabonis. Um, Trey Lyles isn't a he's not too bad of a you know role player either. No. Just a you know rotational guy gets some minutes. I it's crazy. I like where the Kings are going right now, and I don't know if I would like have claimed this before or thought that this would be a thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I like, I like the Kings direction now too. It, yeah. I, it's kind of attractive. They, hey, they needed a, they needed Ooh. a shake up and they did it. Like they got rid yeah. of a lot of their guys um, and they got a lot back obviously with Sabonis and DiVincenzo. That's two big, big pieces right there. Yeah. So uh, next trade, the Celtics traded for Daniel Tice. They just couldn't, 
couldn't keep him away. They they wanted him back. Uh, they traded. <laughs> they traded away Dennis Schroeder, Ennis Freedom, not Ennis Cantor, <laughs> <laughs> and Bruno oh. Fernando. Bruno Which, Fernando, another Maryland guy, right there. See puppy. Yep. Uh, the Celtics also traded for Derek White from the San Antonio Spurs. They gave up Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, and two or one first round pick for this next year, and a first round pick swap for 2028. Um, mm. And Derek White, I think, looked really good for the Celtics in his first game as well. That yeah, that's a that's a good addition for them too. Yeah, yeah. I we just got... hope that it's enough for the Celtics to kind of i don't know if you want to say blossom but go back to where we thought the celtics were gonna be mm-hmm. they i mean late, lately they've been playing really well they have i thought they, they were, were like nine and one in their last team. 10 yeah nine and one in the last 10 so l- lately they've been you know kind of getting shit in gear again mm-hmm. um two trades left actually so not a ton of Ooh. trades but like we have two it's big still trades a left ton of trades actually <laughs> yeah. um here we go. This is the one that like, I can't remember if this was before or after the Ben Simmons. This was after the Ben Simmons trade. So we'll, we'll do the Ben Simmons trade. Ben first. Simmons was traded. Yeah. See uh, the Jersey in the back there. I've had that Jersey for a long time. It's Perfect that, uh, moment. the cream color. So it looks white, but it's actually the cream colored. If you remember those. I, I do. I do. I actually kind of like those. Yeah. Me too. Um, all right, this is the, the biggest trade of the day, um, the one that everybody was waiting for for how long. Uh, we kept giving Daryl Morey shit for not doing it, but he actually pulled it off. So the Philadelphia 76ers traded Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks, and they also got back James Harden and Paul Millsap from the Brooklyn Nets. So uh, the whole – okay, let's, it was such a big trade um, – in honestly with the whole James Harden thing those rumors didn't start to come out until like this week early this week that he was going to be traded or looking to be traded because I don't ever remember hearing anything about James Harden. no you know no I not not a not a thing yeah so it's uh, like this it's a yeah one again one of those when I got the update on my phone I'm like dude no yeah in way yeah Did this <laughs> just happened right oh yeah, it was crazy. I was actually on my lunch break um, when this happened, and I was watching this guy on YouTube. He was live streaming all the, the, the deadlines. So he had his computer pulled up, and he had Twitter on, like, four different tabs of, of sure. Shams, Woj, and every other everybody else. And, uh, like, his live chat was saying, like, Wojbaum, Wojbaum, Wojbaum. And then, like, so he looked, and, like, I remember seeing it live. It was cool. But, yeah, same thing. It's like, holy crap. Like, this actually just happened um let's let's dig into this a little bit so <laughs> i know we've in our group chat between you me uh lee and peyton we've all discussed this to length um i personally think that both teams get a w um both teams win um just because one obviously if the james harden thing wasn't working out in brooklyn like this is this is what you want to get back for he, a guy like it that. seemed like he wanted out too yeah. you know so it's like he did that shit with Houston where he, yeah. once we knew he wanted out, he just, you know, wasn't so much the, the guy that yeah. you expected out of Harden goes to Brooklyn, uh, kind of, kind of MVP candidate talks when he was playing mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year last year. It's just like, 
holy cow yep yeah. this is james harden i remember doing the and james so, harden emergency podcast last year yes. when this happened yeah yes so like yeah we hard yeah james harden is still a very good player mm-hmm. and so this year he's only so this year his his average is 22 and a half eight rebounds and 10.2 assists okay when he was his last year in Houston where, I don't know, kind of gave a crap, kind of didn't. <laughs> or I should say his last full year in Houston. 34 points a game. That was with uh, Russell Westbrook. Yes. And nobody else on that so team. So he, he was that guy. Yeah. So, I, I mean, with, with a guy like Embiid, that's... But they're two totally different types of pl- – you have the big man presence, and yep. now you have – I'm not saying old James Harden is going to be back, but you're going to see a guy who will put up 25 or 30 a game now. Because oh, yeah. he can. When you're playing with Kevin Durant, yeah, you're like – I don't know if you come to the realization that, damn, there's a better scorer than me or potentially better scorer than me on the floor. you got to give up that opportunity, and that's what he did by averaging 10 assists. Mm-hmm. And granted, he kind of did it before, uh, I guess, yeah, eight, eight and a half, seven and a half. But then the last three years or whatever, it's been 10 plus. Well, 10, like 0. 0.8, 0. 0.7. 0. I know whatever. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy is going to be able to trans, not so much transform his game, but get back to where he once was because he's going to be able to. Yep. yep. And so and- I, oh. Go All right. ahead. My two cents with this with this thing. So one, um, obviously, like I had mentioned with with the Brooklyn Nets, to get rid of a guy who doesn't want to be there, and you get that return back. That's a a huge a huge win. Um, ben Simmons gets that fresh start. So yeah, uh, sounds like he's excited to be there. From the reports I've read, uh, he was calling Durant right away, letting him know like, hey, thanks for believing in me. Like, let's get it. I'm gonna work my ass up to get back to the court, and we'll 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 make a play deep playoff run from the report that I read um, for them to also get Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. That's just like, that's more weapons in your, in your arsenal right there. That's huge for them. Um, and then also two first round picks. That's also, you know, more it's assets for the future. Um, but what I want to, I, I guess I, I, what I really tried to establish in our group chat that Lee just wasn't, <laughs> wasn't buying into, um, but that's okay. Cause everybody can have differing opinions. Um, James Harden has historically made all of his big men better. If you look oh, at yes. his entire career, yes. um, well, not his entire career. I guess once he left OKC, um, once he got traded, he didn't leave. He got traded. Once he got to, to, to Houston, his entire career there, he made all of his big men better. Like, what did he go through? He had Tyson Chandler there for a little bit. Clint mm-hmm. Capella, like, look at him. He got paid because of James Harden. Yes, he did. He, he is a good player, but he, James Harden, would he made that, that guy really good. Um, yes. Like, look at him with the Brooklyn Nets. Like, he made Nick Claxton good. Like, he wasn't really playing that much. And, like, DeAndre Jordan was playing. And then they got Harden. And it's like DeAndre Jordan didn't really do much for him. And Nick Claxton was that guy. Um, So now you have Joel Embiid and James Harden on the same team. I can't wait to start watching James Harden and Joel Embiid pick and rolls. It's going to be so much fun. And then they still have, like – they still have Matisse Thibel, who they were rumored like was going to be in the package, and that would have been a loss for the 76ers. I I, I like the fact, up, yeah, 
I like the fact they got to keep him and give up an older guy like Seth Curry. Yeah, he's a sniper, but you you keep Matisse Thybul, you keep Tyrese Maxey, like you still have young, exciting weapons on that team. Um, yes. And I, to be honest, I think both teams got better at the deadline. Oh yeah. Um, because they're just adding they're adding James Harden to that team right now. Like <laughs> that's insane. That yeah. is insane. Um, they also get Paul Millsap. I don't know how much of an impact he's gonna make. I wouldn't say impact. I would definitely say not a bad player to have rotating in though. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. Yep. So and a little bit yeah. of an undersized big man. He's always been kind of smaller, six eight, six nine, something like that. Um, but yep. can can he could fill the minutes when Embiid is on the bench, you know? So then yeah, now now just because from the Brooklyn perspective. Yeah. Okay. They get they get a guy like Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. primetime defender. Um Obviously, he hasn't played for however long. Right. So I, it's going to be interesting to see if he does need however long to get back into the groove. Yeah. Which, you know, that I'm guessing that's going to happen. Just like you talked about Sharpshooter and Seth Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, Drummond, Drummond, I, it's, it's hard with Drummond because he is a – I think I saw he's 10th all-time in rebounds per game. Yeah. At like 13.36 or whatever. Yeah, he's an insane rebounder. And he can go up, get the ball at any given moment, and that's just it. It, If he could somehow get buckets on a consistent basis, this would be insane for them. But but then again, he doesn't really have to, and you just have to get the ball and get it back to Durant. Yeah. You know, and then a playmaker, whoever it may be, you know, Simmons, if he's in that rotation anytime soon. And that's just it. He's such a great distributor. He's going to fit that role. Yes. Yes. And so that's, that's just it. One team loss, one team's loss is kind of the other's come up because mm-hmm. Simmons, I mean, you can make the argument about who cares. He didn't even play this year. Right. But with Simmons, you lose defense. Didn't have offense. Harden, you gain nothing but offense and not so <laughs> yeah. much defense, you know? So vice versa. Rebounding, like uh, we've talked about with Drummond, you bring that in, um, you know, find find your shooters, I guess, once you get the rebound or put it back up on offense, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, and then the whole – the first-round picks aren't, to me, as crucial. As yeah, they're not going to be – they're not going to be good picks. No. So – Maybe that twenty twenty eight one, if the like, if the seventy sixers are just terrible at that point, and if they can't, yeah. So that's like that, six years that later, really though. doesn't. And well, that's just it. That one doesn't. Giving up two those those two picks, that doesn't really, I would say, concern me. I think those were the two picks that probably made it happen. Mm-hmm. And like we've just said, they're they're probably not going to be lottery picks. No, I'm guessing they're going to be twenty and uh, on. Yeah, especially this year. Yeah, because I so, I think now the seventy sixers get a top three seed. Um, the Nets could have the chance to do that as well. They're, they yes. they fell really hard in the standings this last two weeks or months. Yes. Um, so, but they'll re- they'll recover. Like Katie will be back. Um, Kyrie can't play at home, but that's, that's a whole nother story. That's what I was just gonna mention. Now, do we talk about well Durant or Durant, Kyrie, and Simmons as a guess what? That's only half the time. Yeah, that's yeah. only half the time. Right. So this. I found this, uh, I don't know how many uh, Instagram pages you follow, but do you follow NBA District? I don't think so. Okay. So this this might, this might isn't too, too lengthy, but NBA District, I've given it some thought, 
And I think the 76ers outright won this trade. Mm. And so he gives, he gives his explanation. And obviously that there's not too, there's, there's some facts kind of some not, but anyways, tell me what you're thinking. Um, gotta get to the next page. Don't worry. We're good. <laughs> Joel Embiid is having a career season and this team wasn't a legitimate title contender before this trade. Why wait to make the deal and not contend this season? especially if Harden is quote-unquote declining like people say he is. This does not matter. As Harden wanted to be in Philly, so assuming things don't go completely south, he's going to resign. Is a trio of Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and sometimes Kyrie enough to win it all? I don't think so, but I definitely think they were contending prior to the trade. Simmons, Mm -hmm. Seth, and Drummond will each contribute to the team, which is great, but I don't think it will have enough impact that's greater than James Harden and whoever else is getting booted out of the rotation. I also think the draft picks are virtually useless unless traded. I don't think KD and Kyrie wanted Harden in Brooklyn anymore. And I think Harden was aware of that. So he obviously didn't want to be there either. A possible reason why, if Kevin Durant wants one of his rings to count, to people, <laughs> he knows, he knows he'll have to do it as a duo with Kyrie rather than as a trio with Kyrie and Harden. Now that now that it's just the those two there, maybe Kyrie gets the vaccine and comes back full time. Who knows? Huh. So That's interesting. interesting. It's interesting. You know, I don't know how much I agree with it, but it's just like, huh. Because like I, we uh, talked uh, about, when Harden wasn't really wanting to be in Houston, we saw what he did. Right. You know, so all right, two things, two things. This is not really related <laughs> to the trade. Um, one, I don't think Kyrie's getting vaccinated. He's been so he, strong on that 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 standpoint. Yeah. He's just, I don't think he's ever going to do it. Why would he give in now just to be able to play basketball at home? Like, no, right. if anything, you talk to the owner, you talk to the mayor of, of Brooklyn or something. Like, and that's actually where I think something might happen. Right, right. Oh, right. hey, wow. The Nets kind of <laughs> made some noise. We better. Uh do something oh isn't that a coincidence the the vaccine <laughs> mandate got lifted right before the playoffs <laughs> right before uh, game three of uh, the home opener yeah, for the yeah, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. uh second thing second thing um i i'm in the camp like as much as at the time as much as everybody hated kevin durant for doing it um i'm in the camp that every ring counts no matter what oh yes every ring counts because yeah, he joined the Warriors who just beat him the year before he joined them. Like, I get it. I get it. But you still got to go out and win the fucking ring. You know, you still got to go do it. <laughs> and, and, um, like, so Warriors, they obviously win one. They lost the year before. Right. And then now all of a sudden KD's there and they win two in a row. Two in a row. So, like, KD was the reason why that team won. Granted, that team is already in good position to begin with right but kd is the reason why also the golden state warriors two straight back, finals to- mvps as well <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> so that's where doesn't count though yeah that's where <laughs> i disagree with that that statement from uh district nba district nba district. i'll have to follow that page and read into more of his stuff because it was interesting a, it was they interesting do, yeah he did him there's there that person something maybe nba kingdom there's like six or eight different uh instagram users where obviously they do takes like that and then they do uh like uh nba drafts but they 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 do like a bidding war for a certain player or they do Mm. all time yeah it's 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 kind of fun stuff obviously not i don't know how i don't know like the the 
qualifications and whatever for these users, but it's it's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, they, always do the, they always do like the hypothetical, like I think I sent you the Thaddeus Young and the Timberwolves are possibly in agreement. So oh. it's a lot of it could be super fake, but a lot of it also sometimes is pretty spot on. Sure. Sure. Okay. One more trade we got to talk about. And this is the, the oh. mind blower as well. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Mavericks decide to move on from Kristaps Porzingis. They traded him as a unicorn. Yeah. The unicorn, uh, which by the way, uh, I saw a funny thing like Dallas is finally getting rid of the unicorn and he really lived up to his name because you just don't see him too often. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Oh man. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's uh, good. Anyways, they traded Kristaps Porzingis to the Washington wizards for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. Um, yeah, I don't think either team really won this trade. Uh, I mean, we'll see if Porzingis can, like, fit well next to Bradley Beal and Kuzma and everything. But, like, what, what are your thoughts so, on the trade? <laughs> so, right now I'm just looking at the the contract perspective. Chris Stops is making 31 this year, yep. 33 next year, and then 36. <laughs> so then – then we look at is that a at, is that a sorry didn't is that a player option or a team option in last year or is it just do, straight do, up contract? Do. I thought there was like a player option. I, I'm not sure. That's on basketball reference. Oh, green player option, player yeah. option. Yeah. Okay. So then we look at Dinwiddie and Burton's. Burton's. Uh, Burton's. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Anyways, this year. God, this year combined, there may oh, listen man. to me. I am. I am. <laughs> this year combined, they're making thirty-three million. Okay. Next year combined, they're making thirty-four. The year after that, it's thirty-five. It's almost thirty-six. So contract for contract, two and one. Yeah. Close to the same. Um. The. I know. To me, I to me, Porzingis was not the answer for the Mavericks ever contending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think he's a good player to have, but because of how fat his contract was, it's like a Kirk Cousins situation. Yep, you know, a guy that's serviceable, but you're never going to get to that next level. Right, you're not going to ever so, live up to his contract. No, and so now you bring in, I guess two rotational guys i mean dinwiddie is not good burton's <laughs> dinwiddie <laughs> dinwiddie can show flashes of scoring yeah you know? he's he, i read a report and i've kind of seen it in his in some like of the games i've watched in highlights like he just is a shell of what he was in brooklyn yeah like, just didn't i don't know he didn't really fully recover from the injury yet or just not the same you know so so now not having Porzingis, Porzingis, um, you you don't really have a guy that can go out and honestly potentially score thirty. Yeah, because I mean, as, obviously, as long as Luca's there, it's it's you know, unless Luca only scores twenty, then you more more often than not, if the Net Mavericks are going to win, they need that second guy to be a high scoring. Yep. So like, do, you don't really get that with any of these two. 
Mm-hmm. You just get two guys that are now with you instead of a dude like Porzingis. Right. And it's not now, even like a move to make for creating cap space either. Cause like you no. said, they're, it's the same contract essentially. And they're both, they're both, yeah, two year or well, including this year, Dinwiddie three years, Burton's yep. four. Yeah. And yes, and I'm they filled Burton's another roster. Spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't, honestly, if it were me, I'd maybe say the Wizards win if it okay. were me. I, and, and I'm only saying maybe also. Oh, because of the second round pick, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I but, don't know. We'll see if like KP can have some sort of resurgence there in Washington. Yeah. Then, then you can probably say the Wizards won if he looks decent next to Beal. And that's, that's yeah, that's why I say maybe because – but Beal's hurt this year. He's out for the season. He got surgery. So like so so my thing a lost I don't cause. think I don't think yeah, you probably can't say. I was gonna say I don't think you can say the Mavs even win at this deal at any point. But yeah, I Porzingis is 26. Mm-hmm. Like he's not like 30. It feels like he's been in the league and he <laughs> should be like 30, 31. Yeah. He's 26 years old. You know, he, yeah, we're, we're older than well, you might be the same age, but I'm older than him. I'm 26, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my point exactly. Yep. Uh, But yeah, it's the fat contract. Um, We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Let's let's take a look at the standings real quick because, like, the Mavs were at the fifth seed for a long time, and I think they still are. are. Yep, Mavs are still there. Honestly, I think they they probably dropped to six or seven by the end of the season just because, like, I think this trade makes them worse talent-wise. I know well, you're so, getting in two guys, but Bertans, he's not he's not a good player. And Dinwiddie's no. just another guard that they don't need to play because they already they, have Jalen Brunson. They guards. have Luca. They have t- Tim Hardaway Jr. Hardaway. They have Reggie Bullock. Like, it's, what? Did the, yeah, the positional, the contract-wise. I mean, so I some, sometimes it's a dumb way to look at it, but I also like looking at, like, the boom yeah. in both trades and the boom you can get out of Porzingis. Mm-hmm. compared to Dinwiddie and Burton's it's 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 kind of scary completely like it, yep completely they are agree. going to be I mean granted if Beal was healthy with the Wizards KP might be the leading scorer night in and night out yep and obviously this sound this is actually probably dumb saying when you have a guy like Luca you're never going to see Burton's or Dinwiddie as a leading scorer right and again that might be a very bad comparison but you could get that with Porzingis mm-hmm Especially so, in the playoffs when you're playing yeah. less guys, you know? Yep. Yeah. We'll I, I think the Mavericks finish the season out with the six or seven seed, to be honest, maybe even eighth seed, if depending on how other teams play the rest of the way, but um, that's going to be next week's episode. We're going to do our playoff predictions uh, just because, you know, we are past the deadline teams have made all their moves that they're going to make. Um, I mean, we do have the buyout market coming out in March, but that's, it's very minimal, if anything. I don't think we've ever really seen teams like go to the championship because of a buyout. You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. We'll. I think next week what we'll do, uh, since we covered all the trades in this one, um, we'll just do like we did at the beginning of the season. Um, just kind of predict where teams are going to finish the season, um, yeah. and predict the seeds that they're going to have for the playoffs. Um, yep. And yeah. I think we can also do award predictions at that point too, like we did last year, uh, MVP, Rookie of the Year, because yes, those sir. are good things from what we had at the beginning of the season. And uh, oh, it it, it'll be fun to compare what, what we all did for the beginning of the season too. Yeah. 
and hopefully we can get Peyton back on this this next episode. Um, he's had a, a little bit of a break, but that's okay. Um, uh, let's see. Any other like looking at the standings here? I think I don't really see any teams below the the play-in spot right now that are going to jump in to it because looking at the Eastern Conference, the Wizards. So the the ten spot looks like it's kind of open between yeah. Hawks, Wizards, Knicks. I don't. Um, I don't think the Wizards are. Knicks are a dumpster fire. They're terrible. <laughs> the Pacers are too far gone. I think they're at nineteen and thirty-eight. Never know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Magic <laughs> and Pistons are obviously out. Um, get the. Looking at the Western Conference, um, Trailblazers at ten right now. I think they probably drop out of it at the end of the season. Pelicans at twenty-two and thirty-four might go in. Or Kings. Um, the Kings could. Yeah, they're they're all the Pelicans, Spurs, and Kings are all at 22 games in their win column right now. So yeah, I could see the Kings making it, especially if Sabonis and Fox keep playing like they, they did the other night. Oof, yes. the, yes. they've won two in a row now, so that's kind of scary. Um <laughs> and the, the Thunder and the Rockets are yeah, garbage. So they played the Wizards and us. So yeah, yeah. They play oh, here you go. Here you go. Nets. Bulls, Nuggets, Nuggets for the next four for the Kings. Ah, <laughs> so we'll see where they're at. They could beat that. the Nets. They could beat the Nets because I don't think they're going to have everybody back by then. True. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. the The Timberwolves play the Pacers today at two o'clock. So um, I would say it should be a win, but I guess you never really can guarantee with the Timberwolves. <laughs> we are six point favorites, and the game is in Indianapolis. So we'll see. That's crazy that we're six point favorites the for an away game. Pacers are 13 and 16 at home. Ah. The Timberwolves are 13 and 17 on the road. So it's mm. a wash. <laughs> yeah. It's much. a wash. <laughs> All right. No. I think that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll call it here. Anything else? Any last words? David Burton's. David Burton's. David, I will n- shout out David Burton's. I will never <laughs> say his name correctly. All right. I don't care. <laughs> That's it for this this week. And until next week, take it easy. Go pups. <laughs>